0: From the Vaults, audio from Edmonton's past. This material consists of an interview of George Cooper conducted by David Leonard on December 16th, 1977. This material was originally recorded on a 5-inch open-reel tape and was digitized by an archivist on October 14th, 2020. Uh, this interview is being conducted on the 15th of December 1977 with Mr. George Cooper former employee of the Edmonton Post and the Edmonton Journal? Well, I, never, uh, I never was on the Post. Oh, you never were on the Post? Never was I on the see. Post. Yeah. never saw it. Didn't, uh-huh. didn't know it was public. Oh, I see. No, yeah, I, I didn't know. go there until the newspaper, until they uh, moved into the Teglerberry. Until the Journal no. did, I yeah. see, yes. Yeah. Well, you were born in Edmonton, were you No, it? no, I was born oh. in Ontario. In Ontario. Yeah. And what year would that have been? Oh, yes. I don't believe <laughs> <laughs> I'm 94. Yeah. You're 94, my no, guy. Yeah. yeah. But Lots of things I can't remember. Right, but that was awful long ago. <laughs> and they, uh, months of my thing, good mistake, I'd give anything if I had a capital Oh, yeah, yeah. Experiences of a so few people today are keeping diaries, so yes. many people that should yeah. But uh, what you recall what year you moved to Edmonton? I came 1908. 1908. Mm-hmm. So the Edmonton Post would have been defunct for about five years, mm-hmm. and the journal was in full operation then. No, Nothing. Not, the journal was not in full operation. Oh, oh! No. I, I said, not that, not when I first came. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It was just a bulletin. Eh? Yes. The bulletin was a Newspaper yes. then. I see, and that was uh, Frank Oliver a Liberal, organ. Yeah. But uh, the yes. Edmonton Post was in publication. At yes. time, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what what did you uh, what did you do when you first arrived in Edmonton? In Edmonton. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. I bought my membership. Uh, church membership from, uh, the, that, uh, from uh, my church in Toronto at that time, mm-hmm. and, uh, I uh, to, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I took my membership over to McGill Church and handed them membership, and I took a dollar and put it into the uh, Canadian Imperial Bank the same day. Uh-huh. Um, I never had less than that in, and I'm still uh, one of the oldest. Uh, I'm uh, one of the oldest. Uh, other, uh, yeah, members I see. Oh, no, mm-hmm. Very nothing. But uh, what? Where were you employed during these early years? I met a chap on Vietnam uh, at noon. and he said, uh, What are you doing? And I said, I never saw him before. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? And I said, nothing. Well, he said, do you know anything about the ten number? And I said, not a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, I do. He said, I was with my... Uh, brother who had this department store in New Zealand uh, and I handled it, that department. Uh-huh. He said, "Would you go into the um uh, me, business with me?" Uh-huh. Well, I said, "I'm not doing anything, so I'm go along with it." Sure. Do you remember the and, and we went up to uh, we went up uh, old Avenue. You know about that. We went up uh, about three blocks up there. Three blocks and north the, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we found a little house. Yeah. It would be about uh, 20 feet uh, frontage uh-huh. and about 50 feet back. Uh-huh. And uh, so we rented it. Uh-huh. And then we, bought, uh, then we bought our stock. I see, yeah. <coughs> so, uh, and we got going fairly well and a chap came in one day and he said to me, he said, uh, uh, I want to buy this business. Mm-hmm. No, no, who was your partner to begin with? Who was my partner? Yeah. It was Lotus. Uh, Had it loaded. Lotus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, his son was is, is, uh, in it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, well, I said it wasn't for sale. We're just getting started, my friend. So he said, uh, and I said, I have a partner. I said, I, I can't tell you. I, I can't just discuss it with you. Mm-hmm. Well, he said, would you tell your partner that uh, It's a possible sale? Sure, I'm so he came back and, and the next week and he said, Well, what's your partner say? And he said, No sales. <laughs> so, uh, then he he came back the next week and he said, We've gotta have this property. Oh well, who is this fellow anyway? And he was he was with the uh, and he was put in uh Grand Trunk Railway. Oh, Yeah. So and uh, and he said the Grand Trunk Railway is going right through here oh. into Wellington, and you were right in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah, and we've got to have it. Okay. Well, we, we had a deal on, and then we put on the biggest sale of uh, China wood was ever and they're city and they're uh-huh. and then we are out of the job, uh-huh. and uh, and that's when I got, got with the journal. But, you know, I was sitting in my room one day, and and uh, I got a call, telephone call, and they wanted more pilots to come over and see them. car clown was a man. In charge, and mm-hmm. so yeah. I went over to see him. I mean, uh, he had an experience in uh, uh, in collecting accounts. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that when I was in Toronto, yeah. I had uh, charge of uh, 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 collecting accounts from 15 cents a week to $250 a month. He said, if you're a man we want, let us go So I said, well, oh. he said, well, he said, I'll get these accounts ready for us. So I come in the next morning and start the bell. And you know, I thought I'd, i would murder me. They'd kick me out. They wouldn't talk me. Why is this? So I got fed. So I started acting with a song. They said, do you know that the Edmund Journal has had about seven or eight people sent around to, to collect these accounts? I said, I didn't know that. So I went back to my friend and threw these accounts on his desk. And he said, I said, the journal will be out of business unless these accounts are cleaned up. Uh-huh. I said, I'm not going to be a part of it. Uh, what do you want? I said, I want a letter from you stating that I have full of the of all these accounts and that they will be settled and I will give you one that will settle them. Mm-hmm. Along with you, if there's something wrong, we'll make it right. Uh-huh. But uh, they, will, they will end up with what they have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, that, so he went and down right, with that, eh? Yes. Yeah. I see. And uh, then, uh, M.R. Dennings came up. Uh, he was, uh, he, he he knew uh, some people in Calgary, but with the Calgary Herald, they were later they just and started a little bit mm-hmm. before sure. the Journal. Sure. and. Uh, Somewhere. They wanted to sell. They, especially, uh, Jennings had a contact, that was Jennings. Uh-huh. There was a man that uh, he was listed as someone from advertising agency in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And uh so they got a deal on down there. Mm-hmm. Uhhuh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about the body Jones. and jail. And the interesting thing is this that after I got there, uh, the house uh prayers well I cleaned up and the McClane said to me one day, he said, that I want to sell my journal stuff as well, I said to Jenny, how much she wants for it. How much she mm-hmm. Well, at that time I could have aged it. But, no, he had 400 chairs, mm-hmm. which had given me control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, cou- I couldn't figure a future. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 and then Jenny came up. Uh-huh after they uh after the Calvert uh, okay. group uh, had about you the know, and he was going around and said, now oh, I'm I'm a publisher now, the mm-hmm. former publisher and they just came around shaking hands with the group. And he shook hands with me and uh, he said, I hope we said that you're happy here and mm-hmm. we want you to stay and so on. Well I said, I'm not happy to And he said, why? Well, I said, I have a job. And I said, Do you know if I'm only working about two hours a week, well, if I letter said that being paid for? It. Well, I said, i are being paid the same business as I, as I was cleaning up the account. Well, he said, we want to stay. Well, I thought I'd got a job to go to and think this horn is liberal." Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. He said, look here. We will pay you as much as any other organization in Edmonton. Uh-huh. We'll I'll pay you if you'll stay with us. Yeah. That, that's my undertaking, you see. Uh Well, I said, I'll go and And the leopard people. Uh So I decided to take it. Uh And that's how I started. As a regular employee. Of the journal. Yeah, of the Edmonton Journal. I see, yes. But you were still an accountant at this time, eh? Uh, Pardon? You were still... I was still finishing up these accounts. Oh, yeah. Yes. I got that. Uh, I got down, but they. Said, uh, I was only working two uh, uh-huh. couple hours a week. I see. I, said, I was out of the job. That's the reason I had, I was taking on a other job. I see. there's one interesting thing in this matter, just that, that, is, that uh, M. R. Jennings, who uh-huh. uh-huh. was the publisher. Uh, It took ill. Okay. And uh, he would go for a walk away down through the bush and he come back and respiration doesn't office and so on. And so he and his wife went to the uh, to the uh, Victoria, the Emperor Hotel, And they, uh, I got a telephone call from him and he said, George, I would like you to bring me some answer statement out to me, because I can see it. So I, said, All right. so I went out there, and I went out to the ranch hotel, and know anything about it. At that time, I was something out of this world. I went up to the room, and he said, you will, leave was our hands, foot and drive and his wife was a beautiful dress. and that, that place was just... I'd never been invited like this time. So, uh, I, I got up to the commandment Statement and he said... Yeah. He said, before he went up to the commandment he asked me about every member of the Edmonton General. He knew their names, he knew their kids, before uh-huh. he was interested in the scientists. Yeah. Then I got out of the infestation and all of it. And I was getting up to go and now just a minute. He went over and bought me a and bought me a a photograph. Yeah. X ray of his heart. Oh yeah. Under was Oh yeah. And he it. and he said George, he said, if that breaks, I'm gone. And he died before I got back to the airport country. Oh, that right? Yeah. He was a wonderful hmm So I've been going to the airport from everything. Yeah. Uh, and that was the program of records the when they moved from uh, the Pegler building. Well, they were first located right on the site of the Pegler building before it was the record. Am uh-huh. I right? On the, in the Pegler Building? Yeah. It was right on the corner of the... Uh, oh yes, I know where it is. But it sits off the... off the... Yeah, I know where yeah. it is. But yeah. the journal was actually located on that site before the building was erected. Oh yeah, I yeah. forgot right because it was being erected. Yeah. and while it was being erected. Yeah. Then yeah. they occupied part of the ground floor. Yes, yes. part of the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then when they moved, they moat on there, of its present state, so I was, here. I was with them, firmly moved. Uh-huh. Um, now what if you wouldn't mind? Would you well, lead me on. All right. right. <laughs> First of all, when the journal started, it was uh, essentially a very conservative newspaper <laughs> in opposition to the liberal yeah. movement. Yeah. 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 Now, how long did it maintain this? Uh, sometimes other extreme conservative outlook. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it was a conservative. Oh, yeah. It supported of conservative well, party. Said, well, that's right. The Bulletin, I said Bulletin was a liberal. That's right, yeah. So it had to be a conservative. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, do you recall for how many years? Did, do you recall for how many years it continued? High-listed journalists? Yeah. Oh, oh, no. How many years? Did it continue to be a, a conservative organ? Well, it, it's always been. Mhm. And uh it's always been I see, yeah. Well you yourself but, but in the last, in the last ten years or uh, so, newspapers have gotten away from any direct political times. I said it was that is uh yeah. yeah. Uh were well, you yourself? Involved in any other aspect of the journal except from the business side. Um, with the business side. Yeah. Oh. Well, I. I was represented in the, the journal on. And so many, so many different uh-huh. journals. I see. Yeah. In other words, I was. I was really, it was publication, public... Uh-huh. Well, did the editorial philosophy... No, no. I wasn't in that. I see. No, no. Uh Uh-huh. I never meant to do that. Yes. Do you uh, remember any of the individuals in the early years who were responsible for editorial opinions? Well, uh, you mean uh, many publishers? Yes. That's right. Well... There was Kenning. Uh-huh. And there was uh, John Emery. John Emery, yes. Yes, you've uh-huh. been in touch with that. Yes, with him, yes. yeah. And of uh-huh. course, you know a lot of those that, as well as I do, that have come after. Some of them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, I mean, that's the start. Yeah. Yes. Well, what sort of fellow was Emery? Hmm? What sort of fellow was Emery? Do you recall all that? Yes i can tell you something about it. Three of us, after 10 inside we operated on our own. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Emery was sent in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, you see I'm not letting to see that. I'm not sure now whether we will connect with the house and expectation or not. Mm-hmm. But then, anyway, he was he was the one who was sent up mm-hmm. uh, to Edmonton to take charge. And, uh, and this, is, this, is maybe this is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. The first Sunday he was there, uh, he was a Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he, the way he was dressed down there you know, the he the brown and, mm-hmm. and uh, striped trousers and plug hats, and you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh-huh. And he started to walk up Jasper Avenue mm-hmm. to the first Presbyterian church. And he told me, he said, the windows began to go up along the street, see, and mm-hmm. people were sticking out know, He said, I turned it on and went back to the hotel, and hung up these clothes, and I never had them on after, and the city was (laughs) look I see. And then he passed. Yeah. As you know. Right. His wife is uh, Mm -hmm. still living. Mm -hmm. Uh, did you know William McAdam at all? Who? William McAdam? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, not offhand. Doesn't ring a bell. No, no, yeah. Well, in these early years, say before 1913, 1914, where Edmonton was expanding at a tremendous rate. Yeah. Uh, it supported at one time three leading newspapers: the Capital, yeah, the Journal, of the Times. Right. But uh, with the coming of the war and the decline in population. Uh, the capital, for one, was forced to go under. Did the journal itself experience many difficulties financially at this time? No. Not not really, eh? No, no. I see. No. Well, of course, we were, we were, we, we, we were on finally by servants. Eventually, year. So we yes. had the Eastman. Ah, yes. Yeah. Eastern With the Bulletin, the Bulletin on the capital. If mm-hmm. it was only local money that they had. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a capital, you know. I see. You know. Yeah. And that became, you know, a lot Right. Yeah. Well, uh, during this year, where did you yourself live in Edmonton? I. Where did you live in Edmonton during these early years? Well, I, I lived there, first of all, when we were married, I uh, lived on, the, on 107th Avenue and 111th Street. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I told you that I went to the, to the church, you know, uh-huh. a membership. Uh-huh. And there was a very lovely girl in the choir. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh And I met some, some boys. Uh, and we organized a uh, men's association. We had a group of a hundred men uh-huh. in that at one time. Uh-huh. And uh, <coughs> then we got into, We were living any place where we could go and restaurants. in a restaurant, so we uh-huh. was decided that we would... That of a batch. This was a of it. Uh-huh. Uh, house. Uh-huh. And, uh, and each, each one had to do a certain amount of work. Uh-huh. And they were all members of the church. Uh-huh. <coughs> and then we began to invite some of these girls from the church to know, down, party or something like that. And then they began to bring some cookies. And he'd be things at that time, uh-huh. And boy, he uh, thought, well, uh, that's really something. I think maybe he'd better mind money him. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> Which he did. So, you yourself <laughs> married one too, huh? Right? <laughs> okay. Now, who did you marry? Time? What, what, what was her maiden name, your wife? Um, L-, 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 L A Z, E D L L E Blaine. Yeah, L e- A L- e- by and E one. Blamey, I guess. Yes. Uh-huh. He was the daughter of uh L D Pines. Uh, not the L D Pines, uh, that's um Doctor Bayman. Doctor Blaming. Yes, Blame. in High River. I ah, see. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. and uh well the headquarters for your church, did you meet uh, in a place near the church? The I Yeah. Did you, uh, your group, your church group, the men's association? Yes. Yeah. Where did you hold your meeting? In, in the church. In the church itself. Yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know yes Well, I see uh, that as uh, a member of the group, you did uh, a fair bit for the whole mission entertainment for them yeah. and also the Bissell Center oh great <laughs> yeah good and uh I see the Hope mission has moved now yeah and uh, uh do you know the new location, at all no I don't oh well it's in an older building as well on no, about I think 106th Avenue about at 99th Street definitely yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's no I uh, I have my neighbor to get out yeah. I can't go alone. Uh huh. I had to get up a lot of them. Right. Yeah. But in this entertainment, what, what did you yourself do? Mostly singing like nice stuff, or oh, what did I do? The only thing I didn't do in the church was to preach. <laughs> mm. And uh, I never. Wanted me to preach, uh-huh. mm-hmm. but I wouldn't do it. I think, uh, <laughs> that, uh, I was a member. Of the, I was a member for over fifty years, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I was recognized by the, by the Lord, mm-hmm. the church. You know about that, right? Yes, yeah. you know about uh, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, and I I taught Sunday school. And as uh, a member of my class, uh, is now, uh, is now uh, uh, George Tuttle, mm-hmm. uh, he was a member of my class. I am mm-hmm. now the moderator of the United Church of Canada. I see. Were <laughs> taught by you then? Eh? <laughs> oh, it's, quite it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, at some point, you yourself, after you were married, moved out to the Grove Estates. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. Now, who all was living out there? Who were your neighbors? Uh, There were no neighbors. Oh, this was very early then. We we took a neighbor with us. Oh, yeah? Who was uh, was (laughs) this? I was in... uh, I was going to base uh, our offices in the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was no, practically no development back about. Yeah. And, uh, that would have been on about 125th Street? Pardon? Mm-hmm. 125th Street? No, this was uh, our home. Yes. At that time, was 107th Avenue. And that that area in there hadn't developed. That's the reason we were were moving. I see, yeah. And uh, we discussed it with my neighbor, Mm -hmm. Stanfield. He was was the manager of the Pedro Pedro building. Mm -hmm. And the night so I left, I said, now, you you decide what you want find it or uh, you can find some place where we can thinking pretty close together, well that'll be fine. Because there uh the my wife's father yeah. built two houses there. Mm-hmm. Right together. And uh we met these two girls. Uh huh. We, we married these two girls. We were engaged in the same day. Uh huh. We uh, took our honeymoon together. I see. Took the boat to San Francisco oh. and came back. And when I got back, they took me up to the Uh uh-huh. Street. And you never saw it because you're looking tracing or So It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. good plan. Right. Catherine had been there and uh, walking around and the rain was filled was, with water and, oh. And when I took a look at that, I said, these people are nasty. <laughs> well, they right, said, so that's what we want. Uh-huh. Well, I said, I will, I'll go I'll down and see if I can find out what the city was. There's no utility for them. Well, that was in the 30s. Uh-huh. And they wanted to give help work. Uh-huh. So, uh, they finally said, if you will, there buy four lots. And there, they put the utilities in. I see, yeaah. So we went up there, and we bought two, uh, and we bought the four lots, and we bought the two houses today. Mm-hmm. Just got removed from someone, it wasn't there any up there, and the right. residents was just standing. And then he passed. Downfield. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And... Uh, well, wh- what would the present address be of your home in Grove State now? Mm-hmm. One, Friday night. Set place. place. Yeah. So, who were some of your other neighbors at the time when you moved out there? There wasn't any. There wasn't any at all? No. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But later on, it was Bill Hux who were very attractive. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, well, we paid for the maybe we we paid for, uh, uh, for the paving in there. Uh-huh. and uh, and the planting of those trees from everything. It mm-hmm. wasn't anything just fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. So some of your later neighbors would be it would be Han, uh, Hun, yes, the boy's chef. And uh Doctor Douglas. Uh-huh. Another maid. And uh Mackenzie. Was the Mackenzie there? Thank you. Dr. McKenzie. Dr. Mac- McKenzie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. hickey came he, he <coughs> he's still there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And his son is an architect and he has been buying up these uh-huh. houses. Oh, I see. Now eventually right I know what's coming. That will uh, be high up. You think it will, eh? Oh yeah. Oh, there's a lot of pressure to keep it the way it is. Well probably the most attractive area of Edmonton right now. We, we were fighting that for years. Yeah. Yeah, I know there's so some people that are still intent on keeping that. Uh, yeah. areas that keep it uh historical area of the city. Yeah. 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 Well, Mr. Cooper, uh, I'd like to thank you very much on behalf of the City of Edmonton Archives for giving us this information on yourself and the area. This material is a digitized audio recording from the holdings of the City of Edmonton Archives. For more information regarding the recording, please contact us by email at cms.archives at edmonton.ca by phone at 780-496-8711 or on our online catalog at cityarchives.edmonton.ca.